really. <laughs> can you feel the tension in the air right now? I know I can. I can feel it all the way down in my plums, getting all swollen with a light blue hue to them, fresh and juicy, ready for the picking. All the school children are lining up to put them in the sack lunches. Hey, that plum looks good. Can I trade it for your Twinkie? No, these are my plums. I want to bite into that plum and let the juice spill down my chin. You know what I mean? All the while. This podcast may contain horse language. <laughs> Listener discretion is advised. the best decision of your life. You pressed play on season 5 episode 9 on the pod that rocks you bod, Flick Smacks. What's next you ask? Well let me tell you. The guys probably made the worst decision of their lives. They invited back a previous guest who is probably more depraved than they are. You are probably saying, who missed you? Who is the special guest? You will just have to keep listening to discover the answer. So let's do it. Let's get this party started. Here are your hosts, Scott and Terence. Hello, and welcome to Flix Max. I am Scott, one of your hosts, and I'm special. How special are you? I'm special ed. Like, as in, like, special education, or your name is Ed, or... Yeah, my what? name is Ed. That's what people call me. My name okay, is Scott. And, people call uh, me Ed. I'm Terrence. I'm the other host. Um, welcome to Flixmax, the pod that rocks your bod. And uh, yes. we have a we have a special little thing going on today here yes, on Flixmax. Pardon? Am I the am I the special little thing? Uh, yes, you are the special. Yeah. You are the special guest for this episode. This is Matthew. He's been on our, before. A returning guest. He's a friend of the podcast, but mostly an enemy of the state. I was going to say, I think friend is kind of strong. Um, maybe an acquaintance of the podcast. That's um, fine. We accept sure. that. As yeah. to the individual people running the podcast, I would say closer to... Um, Nemesis. Nemesis okay. is the word that pops into mind when I think sure. of the pair of you. Yeah, that works. Yes. That's fine. You may I accept that. You may remember Matt from our begotten episode. Um that when we had our previous format that's discussing one particular movie. Um that was an odd movie. That was that um, black and white weird fucking one, right? Yes. Yes. Yeah, so the, this is Season five, episode nine, and our theme today will be Who Done It. Wait, this is episode uh, ten, my friend. Is it episode ten? No. no I thought Animal Attacks. Nine. Oh no, no you're, right. I did, you're right. I did change I did change the episode number. I just did not change the title. So that now oh, people you. are wondering what's going on. So that is what oh, we will you. be discussing. I'm already starting to wonder what's going on. That's true. That's probably you need to be told where you are. That'll probably be the case for most of this this broadcast. Yes. 
I uh, mm. I do tend to sort of black out momentarily and forget who I am. So mm. okay, well, well, we're here That's to remind new. you. Yeah, there's two of us here, so one of us should remember for you. Okay. Okay. The odds are better. Um, oh, fair enough. Will, will Will this podcast have a safe word? Um. Should it have do, a do safe what, word? Do you want? To, yeah. Do you feel that I, you're going to be in need of one? You're the guest. You pick the safe word. I think we've got to go with apricots. Apricot. Okay. But I think we have to pronounce it apricots. Apricot? apricots. Like, that might be difficult because yeah. the so amount of times apricots, that we... Yeah. Right? So like if you're talking about a movie that might just be called apricots, then that's fine. right. Yeah, but, but the number of times that Terry and I discuss apricots on this podcast, that might get confusing. Because we have so many apricot tangents and stories between us that that's just something that comes up in normal conversation. Are you saying that as as the guest on this podcast, I'm not allowed to choose the safe word? No, I suppose it. we could I suppose we can make some sort of concession and Terry and I will refrain from regaling you in our apricot stories. Apricot okay, stories. Well, yeah. So uh, I would like to offer the other alternative of uh, marsupial. Uh, marsupials, actually. Let's pluralize it. Oh, the plural? Oh, okay. Yeah. So we can talk okay. about individual ones, just if we talk yeah. about a group of them. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, so I'm okay we, with if that. If we talk about marsupials, one of us is in danger. Yeah. Safe words. Safe words. Very important for podcasts. Yeah. Especially this so, one. Yeah. So I uh, we'll just start where we normally start, and we start off where we left off. And that's our personal challenges. So, Terrence, what was your challenge, and were you successful? Well, my challenge was to watch three summer blockbusters that I had never seen before. And I didn't watch a single one. So I am an abject <laughs> failure. I should not, you know, be able to be on this podcast anymore. Um, You're a huge disappointment. I am. So yeah. I'm just going to roll over the same challenge until I accomplish it. So it might be next summer by the time I do it. Okay. You, you son uh, of a bitch. You've disappointed us, Terry. Um, yeah. I, can see it in, I can see it in Scott's eyes. I'm sorry, He has, a, he has a white, just... hot, fiery hatred of you at the moment. Marsupials. Okay. Marsupials. <laughs> sorry. But this this would be the first time he's disappointed me when it comes to personal challenges. Oh, I'm terrible so. at the challenges. I uh, yeah. He is challenged with the challenges. I got no excuse. No excuse. Well, I'm a jerk. Can can, can you turn things around for us, uh, Matthew? We know you weren't on air, but you were supposed to have set a challenge for yourself, and were you successful? Uh, well, I I did have a challenge, and it was kind of came about uh, because of the list that we're doing, the whodunit list. Right. And uh, it, it dawned on me that I, and this is going to sound weird to some people, especially seeing for how long I've worked with movies, I have never seen an Alfred Hitchcock film in my life. Wow. So I told myself that uh, my challenge was to watch an Alfred Hitchcock movie 
Um, one, because of the fact that, you know, it's something you should watch, or so mm-hmm. I was told. And uh, it was relevant to, uh, to the list. And mm-hmm. uh, I, I was successful. I, uh, I watched Rear Window. Mm-hmm. That's a good one. And Really? Yeah. It's one of my favorites. Okay, I, I know I'm going to be in the minority on this. I It bored the hell out of me. It was, I've heard, I don't know if it's that I've built this up to be something monumentous. Like, it just did nothing for me. Is it because there have been so many different versions of this since this movie there have been other movies obviously remakes or things that have been inspired by this and so you just feel like you're seeing the same old thing again i i mean that 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 may enter into it but but all i've kind of heard about hitchcock is that there's always these great twists at the end and and i kept sort of like okay well something's gonna happen something's gonna happen and there was no twist exactly what what the guy, what the main character said was going to happen is exactly what happened in the film. Like he, he knew, he knew which of his neighbors, uh, well, I, I, is there, there's spoiler? spoilers on this. Okay. Yeah. No, you can well, do spoilers. He, he had already pointed out which of his neighbors was the killer and everything he thought was correct. There was no sort of last minute, like I didn't see that coming. I just, it just, I don't know. I I I will try another Alfred Hitchcock film. I'm going to try North by Northwest. That was going to be the one I was going to suggest. That was the now, oddly enough, on. because it was on. It was actually on TV a, a while ago, but I only caught like the last few minutes of it, and I turned it off for that very reason. Because I was like, if I ever do get around to this, I don't want to know what's going to happen. Right. But uh, for the number of units of rear view or rear window that I have seen rented and sold mm-hmm. in, you know, in the past 20, 30 years now, I was absolutely underwhelmed with it. And I know that I'm going to be in the minority by saying that. Is this your hot take of the episode? Is this what grinds your gears? Um, Sure. Yeah. You're entitled yeah. to your opinion. Yes. So I'm told. Yeah. That is fine. There are, I will admit, I there are some Hitchcock that I have watched that yes, I was underwhelmed by that I don't oh, necessarily for sure. understand their notoriety. But Rear Window was one that I did enjoy. However, the the take of it on The Simpsons was much better. When, uh, when it's funny. I, ha- I have seen. Yeah, yeah I have seen yeah. that. Yeah. Or Disturbia with Shia LaBeouf. I haven't uh, seen that. Yeah. Gross. <laughs> okay, we'll go to my personal challenge now because I know you are both on pins and needles. I um, challenged myself to watch a Bollywood movie as I had never done so, and there's a new one out that came this year titled RRR um, and the in certain translations you know it can it stands for rise roar and revolt this is about two well it's just a, I did complete the challenge these are about two real life freedom fighters 
and a fictional account of what if these two guys met in real life. It takes place under the um, British rule, and it's two guys from different backgrounds wanting to achieve the same thing and to become friends and all that kind of stuff. There are some absolutely crazy action sequences in it, almost in some cases similar to like the Asian or the, the wire foo movies where, you know, the jumps are a little higher or a little longer and that kind of stuff. And the impacts of punches and kicks kicks are a little stronger. And there are musical numbers as they are, as I've heard in, in musical numbers. And yeah, it's, it's three hours long, but it's, it was a very entertaining movie. And I have to say, it's probably one of the best movies I've seen this year. Um, it was quite enjoyable. It is on Netflix. If people want to watch it and yeah, I, uh, I quite enjoyed it. Now that is it literally the letters R R yep. R. Yep, just R R R. That's all it is. Yeah. Hey, can we can we shorten it to triple R just for the sake sure. of or okay. R cubed R cubed? Ah, just triple R is good. Triple R. Could, could, yeah. could we call it R, Billy? Have you ever been to see? Um, could. I don't know what kind of podcast you think this is, Matthew. <laughs> Uh, but we don't podcast? we don't say shit like that on this podcast. I thought this was a pirate podcast. No, uh, I mean sometimes I... after hours. Uh, you've been misled, my friend. But 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 correct me if I'm wrong. The majority of listeners of this podcast are seafaring folk. Are they not? That's true. Um, we we don't necessarily talk about pirates, but yes, our audience is the majority of our audience is made up of pirates. So, yeah, yeah. Okay. we don't well, necessarily that's... cater. We don't necessarily cater to them by only doing pirate talk. We want to expand our audience, but that yeah, just happens just... to be the demographic. Exactly. Yes. All right. Fair enough. Yeah, you you come on this podcast and you pigeonhole us into pirates. Great. What kind of pirate might you be, Terry? What kind of pirate am I? Yeah. I am. I'm no pirate. No. You're no pirate? No. Cowboy. I'm a cowboy. You're a cowboy okay. pirate? No, just a cowboy. If we're going to. Wouldn't a cowboy pirate be a, a, a rustler? A horse rustler? You a horse rustler, Terry? Marsupials. You know, just because we gave you the safe word doesn't mean you can use it every time there's an uncomfortable question. What was your question again? If you're um, a horse wrestler. Yeah, if you're a wrestler. You're asking or if wrestler? I wrestler. You're asking yeah. if you, I wrestle you, horses? You could wrestle horses. E- either. Have you ever either wrestled or. a horse? No. Horses are Have very you? intimidating. I've, all right. Well, then I suppose the next logical question is Have you ever been in a, don- in a donkey show? Um, I I think this is where you start saying marsupials. <laughs> no, I think he's comfortable with it. Yeah, strangely, he <laughs> seems to be. Yeah. Do zebras count? Close yeah. enough. Yeah, close enough. All right, we'll, we'll okay. give you that. All right. Oh. So, um, my my new challenge is I'm going to watch three films by a particular director. And one will be a rewatch, and the other two will be first-time watches. There's a writer-director named Riley Stearns, who wrote and directed my favorite movie from 2019 entitled The Art of Self-Defense. And he had a first film entitled Faults, 
And then he had a newer one that's just out now that Terry, you watched called Duel mm-hmm. with uh, Karen Gillan. Mm-hmm. And I will plan to watch those three movies and I'll report back to you. And, and uh, hope I should be successful because unlike Terry, I have yet to, to uh, not meet a challenge. I am very proud you, of you have some you have some grit you have some yes um, some fortitude if you will yeah I mean admittedly I have a little bit more free time than Terry don't so don't give him excuses <laughs> don't so so I, I I have the ability to watch things and do, I do you like to watch I love to watch okay no just, yeah just curious yeah I mean, yeah, I mean, that's one of this podcast is to talk about what we've watched. Oh, no. <laughs> <Is> it, <laughs> no, no. What's what's wrong, Terry? What's wrong, little Terry? We're not going to talk about everything we watch because <laughs> it's not. People don't want to hear that. People don't want to hear that. I'm I'm pretty sure that there's got to be a website out there that wants to hear everything mm-hmm. that Scott likes to watch. Oh, I, absolutely. I'm pretty sure. There's a website out there for everything. Yeah. I've been, Scary. I've been watching a lot of like uh blackhead popping videos. Oh, that's fucking no. weird. That's okay, weird. Marsupials, marsupials, marsupials. <laughs> Resist pop draining videos. I mean, that's, yeah, that's, that's, that's not, where it's at. No, that's not cool. That is not cool. It keeps no, coming that's... up my feed, and you know my feed obviously knows me, so I have to keep no, watching them. If you stop watching them, they'll drop off your feed. Yeah, but and I don't, no. but I don't know what it will be replaced with. I it, I can't it, take that chance. I, I can't guarantee you that it'll be worse than cyst draining, but uh, it probably won't be. He likes what he likes. Yeah, fair, fair enough. Fair enough. Yeah. So I guess, um, yeah, I guess that brings us to our uh, our main feature, the the who done it things. You know, you're there. saying it's time for the list. The list, our list. I'm See, Matthew, that's my, how we, that's that's how I know when to put in the the jingle for the list yeah. is yeah. when I say the list. And, and I'm editing. The, that's where I put it in. And yeah. I should definitely not talk while the jingle's coming. Is this correct? You can. I. That's the it, only it, part it, of the podcast that, that I edit. Post. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. yeah. You, you can and, talk anytime you want. You talk. And just, just so the listeners know, I am now speaking without a hat, just in case that's why I sound different. I know. Is that something? Is that hat. something that the listeners will want to know? Because they, I'm they not do. wearing a hat, also. The message board will be lit up. Yeah. Yeah. The message boards will be lit up with inquiries about our hat wearing practices. For the record, we are all definitely hatless. Hatless bastards. Yeah. Yeah. So who wants to start? I I do have a question before we start. Yes. Yes, you can go to the washroom. No, I already have. Already have. Okay. Um while we were talking about marsupials, I went accidentally. Oh. Does a whodunit have to have a murder? No, I think just or a crime. Can a, 
Okay. All right. There we go. Yeah. Like who did the incident? Who did the crime? Who, who, or to take from a, it's always sunny in Philadelphia episode who shit in the bed. So yeah. Like was, was it Charlie or was it Frank? Did they shit who shit in the bed? So I don't remember who it was. It was, it was, it was was Frank. I think it was Frank. And then I think, um, like Mac did one. And then, but Frank did the initial one and then did a second one. And then Mac ended up doing one. And then I think uh, Dennis did one as well, just, you know, because they all ended up sleeping together and watching to see what would happen. And they got pissed off and they ended up all shitting in the bed except for Charlie. So that was a TV series that I got around to watching way too late. Mm-hmm. And God, it's funny. Yes. <laughs> it's easily it's the, the five most despicable people on television all together in one gang i don't know if necessarily yeah. charlie's despicable he's just naive simple. and he's yeah kinda, he's kind of like terry simple he yeah. does some fucking mean uh, he's shit very too yeah i mean he he's he's influenced very easily by the others and goes well, along easily but he doesn't normally come up with the deviant stuff himself well hey when he found out the waitress had a, a fiance he certainly had no problem delivering a box of hornets to him well he just happened to have a box of hornets so I where mean, else isn't he... that something that we've all done at, at, at one point or another yes probably I, I'm a little more classy and I put it in Tupperware so it's not just in a cardboard box yeah, but then That's they yeah. would be able to see the hornets. Well, not all Tupperware see-through. I, I actually usually just tend to use like a a, a, a paper grocery bag, fold it over, <clears throat> and staple it twice. Okay. Um, I find that uh, you've got a better chance of the uh, uh, a better chance of the uh, wasps escaping. And, uh, so it's really like you're delivering a bag of takeout food, or. Yeah. Delivery. Yeah, exactly. Oh, exactly. And that makes sense. Now do you do you write B's on the bag or do you do a misdirect and no. write something else? No, no you just you put a you, big H for hornets. No, <laughs> no. See that's the thing. That's where he went wrong. It, what you do is you take an old uh receipt from a Chinese food restaurant, mm. staple that on there. Everybody assumes that DoorDash is screwed up. They immediately open it and their face is uh savaged by hundreds of angry wasps of murder hornets that's next level planning yeah you know i mean if you're going if you're the type of person to deliver hornets there's got to be some sort of planning like you're you've got some forethought it's not something you just do on a whim what is the kind of person that would leave a bag of hornets on someone else's doorstep um i think somebody without yeah Somebody without malice or remorse and just doesn't really care. Without malice? Yeah, or, or, or with, 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 with malice. Without with malice. Yes. Got it. Yeah. Got it. Yeah. Yeah. I'm just, or, or it's an experiment. They're just, it's something they do. They go around the neighborhood and deliver these things to different people to see if they can talk about the different reactions that they get. And it's, it's just, something that they need it's kind of like a census of uh, and, know, people's reactions to be worst thing you've ever um delivered to somebody um well 
you know, you, I think you mentioned before this podcast that there's things we don't want to say to incriminate each other. So, yeah, okay, I did, so, I did mention yeah. that. Yeah. So. Oh, uh, you know what? I was if if this conversation had gone on, I would have said a gift wrapped hot dog would have been mine. But then all of a sudden, I remembered sausage mittens. Yeah, I was just gonna say. <laughs> yeah, yeah, sausage mittens. Um, you uh, uh, you I truly his name was Sean, right? You truly creeped him out. Yeah, Sean. I would just like to say I am sorry for presenting you with sausage mittens. I didn't realize that it was going to disturb you in the manner in which it did, and I had no idea that you were going to open it Christmas Day um, in front of your family. So, my apologies. You didn't think you they would, but you that was certainly your hope. Okay, no, 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 no. <laughs> I, I'm going to ask you guys a question. If I was to give you a overly ornate and decorated present, would you not be suspicious of it? Yes. From no? you? Yes. Oh, 100%. Yeah, exactly, exactly. So really, like... If you were to receive something like that from me, are you going to go home and wait until Christmas Day and open it in front of your family? No, sir. No. What's exactly. happened? Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, no, you know, I'm, I'm not saying that I am without blame with the sausage mittens, sausage mittens incident, but I wouldn't say that, you know, it went, it went as bad as it did, but not because of me. I think that's a safe way of putting it. I see. It still went bad. It wasn't good. <clears throat> now, now I, that we've gotten I, I, all I, that, now that we've gotten all that out of the way, that just happened from a single question of, to establish what a whodunit was. Um, I guess we could yeah, probably sorry. start. Sorry. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> my bad it's okay no it's it, fine it's perfectly fine I think that only took about nine minutes of time <laughs> yeah but it was it was definitely a worthwhile nine minutes I mean certainly yeah I mean we're gonna be we're gonna be nominated for a, a Webby award now or something like that I think a BAFTA is that a real thing a Webby yeah I think so BAFTAs are real things BAFTAs are real things I like don't know British if they have a podcast Academy character. Awards, is it? Yeah, British movie and television, yes. But yeah, they'll they'll add a P to BAFTA somewhere so they can include I'll, podcasts. I'll, I'll, t- I'll talk to Liz and Charles, and I'll have okay. it added. That sounds like sounds like a plan. Okay. Uh, all right. So then, who wants to start? Then, who wants to throw one out there? Uh, I'll go first. Okay. Oh, let's go. It's me again, Misty Darling. Mystery is the spice of life. Who doesn't love a good mystery movie? Here we go. This week's list is our favorite whodunits. And this week, you can play along, collect the clues, analyze the data, and figure out who is the biggest asshole, Scott, Terrence, or our guest Matthew. So I only have 10. Um, It was actually harder than I thought it would be. 
That's what she said. <laughs> but you, all joking aside, yeah, I actually I thought this was going to be a real easy list, and mm. suddenly it wasn't. I was disappointed me. of how many movies I didn't have on my list. Like from like, you know, thirties and forties were mostly yeah. all whodunits and westerns, and I have none from that time period, and I'm very disappointed in myself. Who the hell wants to watch a movie that's ninety years old? Oh my know. god, it would be 90 years old. <laughs> That's frightening. <Jeez. laughs> that is a little frightening. All right. Yeah. So I'm going to start off with a little whodunit, I guess, cop murder mystery. Um, seven. The David Fincher, I believe. Okay. okay. Yep. Um, Oddly enough, also on my list. It's not uh, on mine. I think it was I think it was when I first saw it like I was blown away by um, like wow that's gritty that's you know but after watching it recently it's kind of lost its edge a little bit I find but at the it, time it, it was it was I thought it was pretty cutting edge like mm-hmm. You know, that did, was, do you feel that it is no longer as gritty because everyone else has kind of raised their their level of grittiness, or do well, you think it was because you had you knew what was coming? That might be part of it, um, or is it because of the inclusion of Kevin Spacey in the cast? No, <laughs> um, I think it's. I think it's still better than most movies in that vein like most you know murder weird i you know what you know what i'm trying to say like but it took the seven deadly sins and it turned it into you know a good plot um Mm -hmm. and it was definitely a whodunit um but i just i just find that it's not as effective anymore but it's still better than most most movies like this still like great uh like it was still when brad pitt was kind of like a young hollywood boy and it was a like a different role for him you know what i mean mm-hmm. yep, um, yep. And morgan morgan freeman's always uh, you, know, you can't go wrong with morgan freeman like he uh he's exactly who you need to play a retiring cop Trying to solve yes. like a a serial murder case two weeks before he retires, yeah. you know what I mean? Yeah, I like how he, how he's playing a retiring cop, and that was twenty seven years ago, and he's still out there doing it. Yeah, Probably playing cop parts. Yeah, <laughs> I think he played a retiring cop in four or five movies that year. To be honest, probably. I do believe he also uh, played uh, Dracula in Electric Company. And yes, that yes, is he did. Role I will always remember him. Yeah, did he really? He did. He, oh, did. Yeah. he was a song and dance man on Electric Company, and Dracula was yeah. something he played. Holy shit! Yeah, yeah. And if, I, I think, and I could be wrong, but I think that was his first sort of foray into acting. So he was in his sixties or seventies then. Yeah, yeah, basically. Yeah, yeah, he was. Yeah, <laughs> he's 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 Benjamin Buttoning, so uh, he was there and he's getting younger. So, 
So yeah, seven. I don't know if you have anything to add to that, Matthew, because it's on your list, or you, Scott. No, it's 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 funny. I I uh, I had kept it to sort of top ten, um, and this one didn't actually make my top ten. It was more of an honorary mention, if you will. Um, that's not to say that it wasn't like you said. It was it was a very good movie. Um, it's. I did have, I suppose, a visceral response to it when I first watched it, mm-hmm. um, which is clearly the sign of a good movie. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. No, it kind of, for me, it kind of had like a Silence of the Lambs type feel to it. Oh, like, absolutely. Uh, mm-hmm. cool. Yes, sir. Okay. So, uh, yeah. Okay. Well, you know what? I will. I will allow our guests to to uh, fire up the next one. Okay. Um, one thing that I noticed while compiling this list is that uh, I seem to like my whodunits with a bit of humor. Yeah. Yep. That. Uh, um, seeing as we're not necessarily going in order, um, I'm going to go with a huge favorite of mine. Um, Kiss, kiss, bang, bang. That was on my list as well. Yeah, that, that it, made uh, my that made my short list. Yeah, kiss, kiss, bang, bang was one of those movies that I had not heard of. Mm-hmm. I remember at the time grabbing a screener of it, thinking, "Geez, I've never heard of it. I'll give it a watch. I'm sure it's going to be garbage because I had not heard of it." Mm-hmm. Um, and if that movie ever comes on. There, there are very few movies in my life that, if it comes on, I have to stop what I'm doing and I watch it. Kiss, right. Kiss, Bang, Bang is one of them. Bell Kilmer, uh, in that movie, I mm-hmm. he is so good in that movie. Yeah, and that's a great movie. Great, great script, great story. Yes. It just has an old kind of. Well, it does. It feels like one of those older movies that I was discussing. It feels like a like an old gumshoe type. That yeah. movie throwback type detective story. Yeah. Yeah. If uh, anyone out there who hasn't watched it, that's definitely highly on my list. So go out and watch. And, and I, shame on you if you haven't. I think I still have the screener for that somewhere. Yeah. I, I know I do. I believe I've double dipped on that. I believe I bought the DVD and I bought the Blu ray because I'm special. Son of a bitch. Special, special Ed, I believe. Yes, Special Ed. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Um. Again, yeah, I guess I'll go. I'll go now, because you know, that's where it's been heading, to being my turn. Um, I'm gonna go with one that came out in, I believe, 2000, and this is another nice, kind of throwback, Agatha Agatha Christie type movie but it's not an Agatha Christie and it's Gosford Park um, directed by Robert Altman um, old you know set an old British house and they're having a big hunting party over the weekend and it's just uh, the matriarch of the house or patriarch of the house is murdered and pretty much everyone's a suspect and some dim-witted detective comes in to try to figure things out like by Stephen Fry and uh, yeah, it's just a good movie. You've got a great cast: um, Clive Owen, Michael Gambon, 
Helen Mirren, pretty much every British actor at the time. But yeah, it's a, it's a good whodunit. Again, has that humor that you would want. Won an Academy Award for Best Original Screenplay. And uh, yeah, it's something I watch every couple of years. Pretty enjoyable. I will uh, have to make sure I take a look at it. Mm-hmm. I've never seen it, and I don't plan on it. Well, this is what I said to that. The fuck are you? It's funny. I oh. was actually thinking, who the fuck asked you, Terry? Was actually what what immediately popped into my head when you said that. <laughs> but yeah, no, it's a it's a it's a pretty good good movie. Good twists, good turns, good story. Uh, no rabid monkeys, but whatever. I I've I've made my peace with that. Look, not every movie some... can have rabid animals in it. Now it's always my hope. A man regardless hope. of the, regardless of the genre, I'm always holding out hope for a rabid monkey. We know. Yeah. I All guess right. it's my turn, eh? It is back to you. So for me next is who framed Roger Rabbit? Oh my god, who did? Um it's not the greatest movie now, but I don't know. I was like, it was the last day of school in grade eight. I think Roger Rabbit was opening. I got in excess kick on cassette. And then we went and watched Roger Rabbit and it was just like the perfect day. Big day. So that movie has a sentimental spot in my heart. And Really, it was, you know, it was pretty cool at the time that they could borrow characters from everybody and kind of put animated uh, animated characters with human characters. And, you know, they it would probably look a hundred times better today, but hey, you know. What you and uh, Bob yeah. Hoskins, you know. Yep. He Christopher Lloyd. plays plays the typical Bob Hoskins gruff, angry, drunken detective. Christopher Lloyd as a wild ass judge, whatever he is. Um, uh, spoiler alert: a animated character posing <gasps> as a human character. What? Spoiler. And, uh, yeah, joking you, aside. Um, I've never seen this, and you did just spoil it for me. You've never seen Ro- Who Framed Roger Rabbit? <laughs> I've never seen Who Framed Roger Rabbit. Holy shit. I thought I, thought I knew you. <laughs> I spent a lot of my childhood in a cardboard box, so um, never got out to see that. Oh, I don't think there's really a point to you watching it now. It's, well, no, I know the ending. You just told it'll me it'll probably <laughs> just an, it'd probably just annoy you, and then you'd probably try and hurt me because I mentioned it. But or if you want to watch, go to hell. That's fine, Terrence. I'm not a man of violence. No, I. We all know that. Yes, is a lie. We all know that <laughs> is a lie. Well, if if you're not wanting to watch that, you can watch an updated, kind of an updated version of that where it's animation and humans together. I don't want to watch this dumb chipmunk movie. Watch Chip and Dale Rescue Rangers, the new movie on Disney Plus. It is an updated version of that. It's great. It's funny. It's got crossover animation from all different studios. 
It is very funny. It is clever. It is what you want if you were going to watch an updated version of Who Framed Roger Rabbit. You're ruining my life. It is a fun movie. You're ruining my life. As it was a pick of a pod, I think, last episode. And I still say it's a good watch. Okay. Matthew's turn. All right. Um, I'm gonna. I'm gonna have to go with. I'm a little. I, this is why I asked the question. If there had to be a murder involved, there is a murder right. involved in this, but that's not where it sort of starts. Um, but I think this qualifies. Shutter Island. Yeah. Yeah, I think so. Yeah. Yeah, it's definitely right. a mystery. I, I'll, definitely I'll, a mystery. I'll allow it. Well, I'll Scott will allow, allow it. So yeah, if, if you've allowed it. it, Scott, truthfully, yeah. I don't care what Terry thinks. Okay, well, then there you go. This okay. My say trumps all. That's it, uh, it doesn't start out with a murder that needs to be solved. Um, but it does. Uh, like I said, it, this, it does involve one, yes. Yeah. yeah um, I mean, I'm, I'm assuming at this point everybody's seen it that's going to see it. Yeah. Can, can well, we just say spoilers? I, 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 would, I would have assumed that for a rear window, but um, that's it's hard to say, seeing how well, Shutter Island is a newer there's, movie. There's me and three other guys that are yeah. we're holding out on rear window. Yeah, uh, no, we, we, we don't worry about spoilers. We even do things on theatrical that we talk about that we probably talk about spoilers. So Okay, fair enough. It's just a, it's, um, it's just given. Yeah, so, I mean it. Uh, it is a super creepy setting, being on an island in the uh, insane asylum, and uh, um, DiCaprio. I thought was actually really good in it. I'm not sort of a big DiCaprio fan. That's not to say I don't like him, but but uh, I don't know. Everything about that movie just hit the right notes for me. Mm-hmm. It's a good one. Yeah. It was good. I haven't so, seen it since the theater, but yeah, I remember quite enjoying it. It, it I, I liked it so much, I actually went out from the theater and bought the book. Um, oh, nice. Just, to, I don't know why. It's not like I couldn't gone back and watched it, but I, for whatever reason, I left the theater and was like, I, I need to read that. And and how does the book compare? Does it did the movie it's do actually, justice? It's yeah, it's yeah. it's pretty much dead on. Yeah. Um, it. Uh, I think it helps a little, you know, when you're reading it, just because things that really creeped you out in the movie, you can play up in your own mind. But no, right. it uh, it was, uh, I don't remember there being too too much of a difference between the book and the movie. Is that how you learned how to read? Um, I'm trying to think of something stupid to say right now. <laughs> um, but the heat is kind of... Uh, it's it's slowing me down a bit. So yes, I win, I win. I'll just say that yes, that's how I learned how to read. Okay, I'll go. Hey, I'm going to do it. I'm awake now. Thinking, I was just thinking something. Not... Why don't you go, Scott? Shit, it's very gracious of you. That's very nice of you to let him go. Yeah, thank you for allowing me to go on my own podcast. Um, yeah, I'm going to do another movie that's based on a book, but I have not read it. So, 
And this, I believe this is from 1990. I saw it at the theater. And it is entitled Presumed Innocent with Harrison Ford and other people. Raul Julia and Bonnie Bedelia and a bunch of people. And this is definitely who done it. Like Harrison Ford is charged with murder of his mistress and all the evidence points to him. And yeah, it goes right down to the almost very last sentence of the movie until you find out who was responsible. And uh, yeah, it's a, it's a pretty good, good movie. Good twist. I enjoyed it. Hmm. Hmm. Uh, oddly hmm. enough, I know I have seen that movie. Yep. Um, but it's funny. There was a lot of whodunit movies that I was like, oh yeah, I know I've seen that. Yeah. But if I couldn't really sort of remember it, I didn't put it on my list because it just didn't yeah. seem I had that as well, but I rewatched a couple just to refresh, and it helped me establish my liking of the movie. So there, that happened, because I have the time, unlike Terry. <laughs> Marsupials. Oh, what, 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 what? It, it, it worried you that he was asleep? It did. I, Made I, you feel I, endangered? I thought his subconscious was takeover and he'd start doing things that I wouldn't oh, be. Oh, yeah. No, that's yeah. never that's never good when that happens. Yeah. Is it my turn now? It is. I, I believe it is. So, my next one was a movie that Matthew mentioned before that he hates called Rear okay. Window by Alfred Hitchcock. Now, Terrence, this may send me into some sort of savage rampage. So choose your words kindly. So, oddly enough, I once broke my ankle so bad that I could not really leave the house to do anything for like a month. I don't know why, but I feel the need to sort of giggle when you say that. And honestly, it made me go fucking crazy. So I kind of like Rear Window and the fact that he kind of went a little crazy. And his imagination started running wild, right? I just but like his imagination. Movie. His imagination didn't run wild. He no, did I know, see but the murder. yeah, but it's all kind of relative. I mean, you know, I'm so I all for the. I'm all for the slow decline into insanity that uh, isolation brings on. Don't get me mm-hmm. don't get me wrong. I'm all about that. We all know that. We've all been through COVID. Mm-hmm. I just uh, anyhow. I uh, sorry, Terry. I should let you. I should let you finish. COVID didn't stop me from going outside. Now, man, I'm gonna have a quick question. Did you not like it because it portrayed Perry Mason as a villain? No, you know what it was? I think I think I was I was so the my favorite thing about a movie is when I'm like I have no idea what's going on. Right? right. We've all been we've all been in the movie business in one way or another for decades now, all of us mm-hmm. collectively like what? Collectively over 100 years. Maybe, right? yeah. I've been doing it for yeah. a good 30. Scott, yeah. you've probably been doing it 30. 13. Terry, 
you've been doing it more than 13 years. Well, as I worked with you guys for 13 years. Yeah. Like in the actual business, right? All right. But no, I've obviously been a fan of movies and done some low-grade bullshit acting and whatever, but... You know. I guess the point is, we have all seen enough movies that I assume you guys are the same as I am. And if it's not, if it's not great, if the script isn't great, within a few seconds, you're like, he did it, or they did it, mm-hmm. or this is the angle they're coming from. Oh, for sure. So anytime oh, yeah. there's a, anytime there's a movie that I'm like, I have no idea. Like, I live for the twist at the end, and. Yeah. Just with the the iconic name of Alfred Hitchcock, I I was expecting something spectacular, and mm-hmm. it was it was it was good for the time, but I think I had built it into something that it just like I agree I that a few of his movies are way fucking overhyped. Like The Birds to me is way overhyped. Um, I'll even say the rear window for me. I just I don't know. It, there's something about that movie that I enjoy. Like it's not, you know. Did you just say Psycho's overrated? Yeah, I I would agree with that to an extent. Like it it, it was groundbreaking for its time. Yes. Yeah. Obviously, right. Um, mm-hmm. And it's it's iconic. But yeah, it's it's not his best movie. That's for sure. No. Okay, but uh, so is that is that all you have to say on on the subject of rear window? Yeah, I'm good. I'm good with okay. that. Okay, I don't care what Matthew thinks. Uh, you know, he's a he's a piss pants. Ter- Terrence, there is no need to be hurtful. There's no need to be purposely hurtful on this podcast. That's all I know how to do is be purposely hurtful. I'm beginning to I'm beginning to realize. And oh, to piggyback on, on what Terry, for... yeah, to piggyback on what Terry just said, I was telling telling Nate that I was doing the podcast and I was doing it with Terry and Matt, and he again he had to say, "Who is Matt?" And then basically at the both same same time we both said "piss pants,", piss pants. and that's how that's how he remembers you. He knows that you were piss pants, and that's how I. Uh, how how old w- w- would have Nate been when when I first met him? <sighs> Four or five. Oh. No, I when I started at E1, he was like only a year and a half. So oh, okay, well, but the first yeah. time that he actually came in and interacted with me, yeah, he was probably maybe first... about three, probably okay. about three, yeah, his pants. <laughs> All right, so literally the first time that Scott's son Nate was able to come in and interact with me, this little bastard runs in my office, and I know Scott had had set him up for it, but still, he runs in my office. And calls me piss pants. No, no, you're remember you're remember you're mixing two different things. The first time he called you piss pants was at Zoo Lights. At at the zoo when we it was a freezing cold night and he was really crying a lot because his hands were super cold. And that's the ah, first time yes. and he called you piss pants. The what you're remembering is when I filmed him going to his your office in his soccer uniform, sitting in your chair going ha 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 piss pants piss pants that's it so it it, it is a repeat occurrence but yeah i believe the zoo lights was the first time that he uttered that phrase i I had i had forgotten i had forgotten uh zoo lights yes Yes. anyhow if you you could uh, 
if you could he, just tell Nate that I think he's a Miss Pence. That, that's fine. I mean, I, I believe that's deserved. He just calls me Jerry. Yeah, he does. Jerry he's, and Miss Pence. Yeah. He's called me Jerry for about 12 years now. It's Since we went missed, to Toronto he, on yeah, that business okay. trip. Yeah, he, he just Jerry. he just he just misheard it when I said Terry. He just heard it as Jerry, so he called him Jerry, and now he just he just calls him Jerry just because he I'm knows okay. It's funny. I've accepted that I'm Jerry. <laughs> yeah. I'm yeah. Uncle yeah, Jerry. You know, fair enough. I've accepted that I'm piss pants. Mm-hmm. So you know, yeah. I mean that, but that goes beyond what Nate called Nate calling you that though. So yeah, no, no. I, I mean, on a deeper level, I yes. I, mm-hmm. I have accepted that I'm a piss pants. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. I just piss my pants now, and you know, as a show of solitude with you, I just piss my pants. Solidarity. Yeah. Yeah. yeah solitude, solidarity, whatever. Some word. Yeah. Okay. All right. All right. Okay. So I get. I, I think we're back to Matt when we uh, right. we got Let's so see. interrupted. What else? No, no. I, you know, I just went right. Oh, so yeah, yeah, it's your turn. Yeah, we're back to Matt. Yeah. yeah. All right. Um, I'm gonna go with the girl with the dragon tattoo. I have That's not seen one. the Swedish version, mm-hmm. um, so I am going to have to go with uh, 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 the one with uh, Daniel Craig Rooney. and uh, Ma- Rooney, Ma- Rooney Mara. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, Rooney Mara, directed by David Fincher. Yes, yes, yeah. Um, it was another one of those movies similar to how you described uh, Seven, um, as sort of when I when I watched it, I was like, it it was. There was something gritty. new to it for me. It was, yeah. Gr- yeah there mm-hmm. was, there was sort of a, there was a feeling to it that I hadn't, you know, had from a movie in a while, and it, it, mm-hmm. it really stuck in my head. I, uh, I've only seen maybe the first little bit of the American one, but I have seen the European one, and it's, it's pretty gritty yeah. too. European one's good. Yep. Um, I've seen the American one a couple times, but yeah, I know it's. It's a very convoluted story, but at the same time, very digestible. It's not like too confusing, but there are so many different layers and things going on at the same time, and everything just kind of unfolds one by one, and it really, you know, comes to a satisfying conclusion. But yeah, it's a it's, it's like a, a really good neo, like neo noir whodunit yeah. modern type thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yes. I agree. Okay. My next one is one that I did rewatch. I rewatched it last night. And this is a part of a series, but I'm going to single out this one. And it's entitled A Shot in the Dark. Ah, also on yeah. mine. Yeah. Yep. This would be obviously part of the Pink Panther series. Peter Sellers as the you know, famous Inspector Clouseau. Clouseau. Yeah, it's, you know, it's it it might not I don't know if it's as funny as some of the other ones. This one almost has more of a serious tone. There's some slapstick, but I find some of the other ones like uh Strikes Again, I think it's probably my favorite one. Um but it's still got its the trademark type of humor. Um but yeah, I, I hadn't remembered very much of it. There's only you know three things I really remember. I remember there was a greenhouse. I remember there was gardening shears and I remember there was a nudist colony and that's the only, <laughs> those are the three things I remembered while watching it. But yeah, it's, it's a, yeah, it's a good entertaining where 
you know, everybody, you know, there's just one suspect that it turns out everybody had a hand in, in, in multiple deaths. And uh, yeah, it's a, it's a entertaining flick. Yeah, no, certainly can't, uh, certainly can't uh, disagree with that. Um, oddly enough, any of the early Pink Panther stuff, Pink Panther and Shot in the Dark are another couple of movies that when they come mm-hmm. on, that's it, I'm sitting down. Yeah. I have no idea what you guys are fucking talking about, so I just keep have, my mouth have, shut. Well, have you I ever mean, seen... I mean, he's. I think he's... Are you more inclined to watch the Steve Martin Pink Panther movies? No. No. I, I remember seeing... Uh, Peter Sellers won when I was a kid. It was on TV, but beyond that, I uh, I don't. I could not add anything to this conversation. What about the Roberto Benigni one? Mm, is that the guy from Life Is Good? Yeah, Life Is Beautiful. Oh, yes. Beautiful. Yeah, Life Is Beautiful. Yeah, he did beautiful, a yes. he did a Pink Panther movie. I think he did the last. One. I think he killed the franchise. Son of Pink Panther. I think was yeah. was his. Yeah. Oh, that wasn't. That's not too old, is it? Like it's that's from uh, the mid eighties, probably. Yeah. Is it? Yeah. Oh. Yeah. yeah. I think it's mid eighties. Yeah. So yeah. you're telling me you have never seen a Pink Panther film? Uh, not to my recollection. Just wow. what I just what I saw on TV when I was a kid. I think it was am, on CBC on like a Friday night or something. I am as disgusted with you on that <laughs> statement as you were with my thoughts on Rear Window. I, that's fair. I should probably watch some Pink Panther. Mm-hmm. But I just, like that, that, I, it's just one of those things that I've never, it's not that I don't want to, it's just that I don't think about it. When I, I think I of genuinely... Pink Panther, I think of. The house insulation. That's fair. I can genuinely say <laughs> that you hate me. That, that I, given the opportunity now, would gladly put a burlap sack over your head with a venomous snake in it and cinch it tight around your neck. And 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 and, and you know what? Not just that. Like as you fall to the ground, writhing in pain from the snake bites on your face, I would lay into you with my boots. Uh, I don't know what you got against snakes, but you put a snake in a sack with me, that snake ain't coming out. Because Terry, I am I I am so fucking creeped out by snakes, I'll it's go wrapped mental. Around your head. It's wrapped around your head. It's biting your face. What are you going to do? Excuse me, Mr. Snake. Hold on a second. I'm going to unwrap this. I'll bite that snake egg. in half. I bite the snake in half. And then I'll God. have sex with its wound. On your doorstep at high noon. How do you like that? They'd be steel-toed boots. Just because, just because of, just because of your threats, I'm never gonna watch Pink Panther movie ever. As a matter Peter of fact, Sellers. I, I hate Peter Sellers, and I hate everybody that's ever Peter been in Sellers a Pink Panther movie. Is a, Peter Sellers is a god. He's deranged, okay, but he's that's, a god. Yes. Come on, Lady Killers. That's, that's fine. Uh, Doctor Strangelove, being there. That's fine. That's fine. Well, being there was good. Yeah. Anyhow, going off on a tangent. Yep. Okay, Terry, your turn. Pink Panther. What are you going to annoy us with with your pick? Go to hell. Well, I'm sure we can all agree that the Fugitive is a good whodunit. 
I that that was on my list. I will I will give you that. It is. I'm not gonna lie. I actually kind of forgot about the fugitive, but yeah, it should be on this list. It's it's great paced. It's got great action. Tommy Lee Jones and um, Han Solo have a good, like they have a good chemistry. Mm-hmm. Um, and yeah, it's uh, what was the one you mentioned before? Presumed Innocent. Yeah. Like it sounds like the same movie to me. I've never seen Presumed Innocent, but it's basically no. There's like two the different movies. Movie. They've yeah. got different titles. One's Presumed no, but... Innocent. The other one is Fugitive. Terry, I think you're not quite getting this. And I believe most of the cast is differs as well. You guys done? Well, uh, I'll, I'll, I'll tell you. Me. I I am not going to mock you. Well, Fugitive. Uh, mostly takes place after the trial. Presumed innocent is a courtroom drama, so that's oh, okay. It, it, that yeah. All right, but it, it's he is accused he of is, killing his wife in both he movies. Is a, right? a, he is presumed innocent, as the title would say. It was that damn one-armed man. Yes, that's right. Isn't he a prosthetic doctor in the the fugitive? Like I, I believe. Or, I believe he's no, a cardiologist. It's been, so many, it's been so long since. Yes. I've watched. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, I think he's a cardiologist. I think so. But it's a good movie. So let's it is. Move, let's carry. Let's move along here. Okay, we'll move along before you guys uh, trigger me and whip me into some sort of frenzy. My my only we'll problem ne- with my only problem with the fugitive didn't have Peter Sellers in it. Anyhow, enough about that. Fair enough. Yeah. All right. I'm going to have to go with, and this is possibly possibly tied for my all-time favorite movie. Oh. And it's Murder by Death. I don't know what I am familiar is. with it. I have never seen it. Well, you, you guys probably have kind of seen it. Because I'm assuming you've all seen Clue. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Only so only recently. Uh, well, oddly enough, same with me. Yeah. I've only recently seen Clue. Um, yeah. But basically, Murder by Death is very similar kind of scenario, um, except it's got, uh, well, oddly enough, Peter Sellers in it. Um, uh, David Niven, uh, who's also in Pink Panther. Ladies um, and gentlemen, welcome to the Peter Sellers <laughs> fan club podcast starring Matthew Wart. And, uh, Ramsey, uh, I swear to God, I will go pick up a snake right now. Uh, All um, you're going to find here is Gartner, garter snakes or whatever they're I called. am going down to Lethbridge, and I will bring back rattlesnakes. No, you're not. It also, I believe it also has Peter Falk in it. Peter Falk. Um, I'm trying to think of who else. Uh, Ma- Maggie. Oh, oh. Maggie Smith. Maggie Smith. Um, Obi-Wan Kenobi. Obi-Wan Kenobi, yeah. Um, Greedo. Is... What? Rio? Greedo. You know, Terry, is, Greedo? This just, <laughs> is this just some big joke to you, Terry? Burt Reynolds. Burt Reynolds is not in Death, Murder by Death. Jimi Hendrix. Jimi Hendrix is not in Murder by Death. But I'm, I'm going to talk to the sane people on the podcast here. So I'm, <laughs> I'm, I'm pointing this to you, Scott. Okay. It is definitely. I think. I think you would be totally into murder by death. 
I think it I probably is, like that. Uh, um, it's another one of those movies where you never really know what's kind of going on. It's kind of that sort of, you know, 60s kind of uh, cinema. Um, if you like Shot in the Dark, I think you're going to like Murder by Death. Hey, did you know that one of my favorite Motorhead songs is called Killed by Death? I, I did know that. I remember listening to that in The Office. I do. I remember hearing it. Yeah, so, so me and Scott are on the same wavelength. What about you? I assume that I, seeing as my office was beside you, I assume that I sat in my office looking at a picture of shirtless Mark Twain listening to that song. <laughs> as one does. Yes. Yeah. Oh. And also her, Terry and I yell, Flavor Flav catchphrases. Yeah. Well, yeah, but I mean, I believe happens. I believe Glossop heard us in his office, <laughs> yelling Flavor Flav catchphrases. <laughs> okay. All right. Okay, my turn. I'm going to go next one, and this is one that. Uh, would be a good double feature to go with Kiss Kiss Bang Bang as it is the same writer-director. And this is The Nice Guys with Russell Crowe and Ryan Gosling in a tremendous physical comedic performance. And, all, all, uh, yeah, also yeah, on, on your list? Yeah. yeah. Yeah, no, it's great. Again, multi-layered. So many conspiracies going on and just good mismatched buddy comedy and uh yeah it's it's just it's just a fun funny movie yeah it's so funny and um yeah i it's one of those movies that you wish there was a sequel to because the chemistry between russell crowe and ryan gosling is so good um but yeah no it's it's i'm just thankful that we have one of them but yeah sequel would be great yeah no couldn't agree with you more, sir. I did not put it on my list because I knew Scott would have it on his list. Because you're yes. a piss pants. But it is a wonderful, wonderful movie. Yes, it is. Okay, Terry, go ahead. I will. So let next you. for me is uh, something I'm sure we've all seen called The Usual Suspects. Okay, um, sorry. Also another movie I have not seen. Scott, I'm sure you've seen The Usual Suspects. I have seen it a number of times. Um, it's not only a good whodunit, but it's probably some of the best writing in a movie. Mm-hmm. It's um, It was fresh. Uh, the acting, just a bunch of character actors going off. Um, great dialogue. And, you know... Um, and a great twist. Amazing twist. Yeah. Um, what's his name? Kaiser should we Say should so. we spoil it for Matt? Nope. Kaiser <laughs> Say So. Yeah. It's funny. That's that's the problem with with these happy movies. Maybe that was the problem with Rear Rear Window. Is yeah. I know how these things end. Yeah. Right. Because they they're, they've they've entered the the cultural zeitgeist, if you will. Um, so you know, even if you haven't mm-hmm. seen it at this point, you probably know. Yeah. It's worth a watch though, because it really is like very well written. Yeah, it's a good ensemble piece. Yeah. Yeah. That is one that I do need to to, to watch at some point. Mm-hmm. 
Okay. Matt, you are up again. All right, that came around quick. Uh, okay, we've already touched on that. We've already touched on that and that. All right, let's go with Knives Out. Let's I, do uh, it. I am not going to lie. I, uh, after seeing uh, Ryan Johnson's um, John, Last, Last Jedi, Jedi. Mm-hmm. I was confused as to what he did in the movie industry or how he did it, I suppose. I, uh, I, 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 I've heard that. recently that Disney mucked with his cut of Clearly. Last Jedi. Clearly, yeah. they, it's funny, and that was why I watched uh, *Knives Out* because mm-hmm. I had heard how you know he he, he was a decent writer, and mm-hmm. I just couldn't believe that, seeing as my only example was *Last Jedi*. But when I watched *Knives Out*, it becomes apparent that yes, he clearly can write a mm-hmm. a good, decent story. Um, so yeah, I it doesn't surprise me that it's come out that. Uh, Disney or the powers that be, whoever that would be, Kathleen Kennedy, blah, blah, blah. Yeah. Clearly what he was capable of doing mm-hmm. didn't happen. But that's not not about Last Jedi at the moment. About Knives Out. Another really good um, like you said, sort of, you're never really sure what's going on and and nice twist uh, nice twist to kind of kind of know so that you're off the scent kind of thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Strong cast. Yes. Um, yeah. Yeah. And uh, I believe a sequel is due out this year on Netflix, as well as yes. part three sometime. Oh, really? Okay. Yes. It got signed for, yeah, two movies so for it, Netflix. Do you know, is it going to be the, I can't think of what his name was, uh, what uh, uh, Daniel Craig's. Yeah, it, yeah um, it's, uh, blank, it's. Blank? Blank? Uh, yeah, blank. Yeah, I think, yeah, blank. Um, let me just look up here. I've got here, and we will just talk. Yeah, Benoit Blank. That's, yeah. okay. I'm assuming yeah. it will be Continued Adventures yeah. of? Yes. Yes, it is. New Full new cast, other than him. And maybe his, like, side detectives will be the same, but, uh, yeah. It's kind of like a Pink Panther. You know, Pink Panther with Peter Sellers, how they kept the same character, but change the, yes. the setting and the, and the yeah. cast of characters. I, I like talking about Pink Panther because there's this sort of dead look, this sort of dead fish eye <laughs> look thing that, that Terry gets. Like he's disgusted with life in general. Nah, I don't care. <laughs> Pink oh, that, Panther can kiss my ass is what... You, you know, know what? how I feel about it now. You ruined it for me. There's going to be multiple snakes and bags coming. <laughs> Like, as far as Knives Out go, like, it was good, but, and I'm not just being this to be a jerk to you. I was kind of underwhelmed. You'll be a jerk to me regardless. Like, I I thought it was okay, but I was a little underwhelmed. Like, it was, that movie was pumped up so good. Like, oh, this is a, you know, and then, I don't know. It was just. No, and and I, I will say. We have discussed this movie on our podcast a couple times, and I have to concur with Terry. In general, like I, the format, I didn't mind, but yeah, it was, it's a good movie. But yeah, I was a little underwhelmed as well. Like it just didn't live up to the hype that it was getting. Like these crazy reviews saying this is the best thing to come out since you know Harry's sex tape. 
Yeah, oh, Terry yeah. Sexton. I, I, I saw so. Terry Sexton's tape. Yeah. It was okay. But so it's three stars at best, though, right? Yeah, yeah that's true. I, I, I was underwhelmed as well as most of the people, most of the participants in that were also Participants and viewers. Yeah. Yeah. Were with, uh, with Terry Sexton. Yeah. I mean, um, I will watch. I will watch the sequel. It's not yeah. something that I like. I discuss. I was so, you know, turned off by it that I'm just going to avoid the series. No, I will tune in for the sequel because you know. No, I, I, I can definitely, I can definitely agree that it was, it was overhyped, if you will. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think because I went into it disliking Last Jedi so much, right. I really only watched it to see if he could write. Uh, a story that made some sense. So no, I, I think I went in with extremely low expectations and, and mm-hmm. ignoring the hype. So I think that might, you know, that might explain the. Uh, right. uh, Knives Out is by far um, about a seven thousand percent better movie than the Last Jedi because the Last Jedi is a piece of flaming trash. Yeah, I, I you know, everyone's oh, welcome to their opinions but yeah it uh yeah it, it 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 brought star wars to its knees pretty damn and completely yeah yeah i think okay. this is a topic for another yeah yeah okay well anyway knives out knives out leads me to my movie which okay. is a movie that i knew which is maybe why knives out kind of disappointed me this is another Ryan Johnson written and directed movie that came out prior to Last Jedi, entitled Brick, with uh, jo- Joseph Gordon-Levitt. This is another kind of detective story, but it's um, but a high schooler who's trying to solve out this person, solve out this who killed his friend. Um, but it is written like an old hard-boiled detective novel, like the the dialogue and the lingo they use, even though it's set in present time. It uses uh, these th- this throwback type style that is really good, and yeah, it certainly gave a lot of promise to Ryan Johnson to see what he could do. And because I'd seen him do an exceptional detective mo- movie, um, that's why I was kind of let down with Knives Out. But I knew what he could have done, and it's, this is one I rewatched as well, uh, just to as a refresher. And uh, yeah, it's a it's a really really good good movie. Yeah, it's uh, it's about as close as it gets to like old school, low angle, mm-hmm. film noir, um, filmmaking. Like it, yeah, it's exceptional. Yeah, like criminal underground kind of thing. You know, they had Lucas Haas, former child yeah. actor Lucas Haas, as the the leader of this drug ring kind of thing. Yeah, but yeah, it's well, good. I, good I will put that on my list of things I should watch. Mm-hmm. So, cool. Parents. So uh, something Matthew mentioned already. Uh, Clue. Mm-hmm. Um, I saw this in the theater when I was a kid. We always fucking played Clue at Christmas times whenever the family got together. Um, and I just like Tim Curry, and uh, it's actually they're really funny, uh, funny movie. Mm-hmm. Um. I believe at the time there was, they made like three or four different endings or something. I think it was three. 
and they was it they played different endings in different cities or there was like three endings on the vhs um yeah oddly enough i've only seen the one ending which was the theatrical one here Mm -hmm. um no i've i watched it with with nate probably within the last year and they just play each ending in succession if you watch the movie they just show what could have happened different scenarios and stuff yeah i remember that was like one of the selling features of the vhs when it came out or something Mm -hmm. they had like all the different cuts um but like that's the quintessential whodunit activity is playing clue board Mm -hmm. game um well that or actually killing someone that's yeah. and trying to cover it up yeah yeah obviously yeah, yeah. unless you want to be caught but and then um, you have like a series of puzzles to lead the detective to the right clues but uh as far as board games go it's probably one of the better board game based movies that's you know because battleship, no battleship wasn't was battleship, battleship wasn't that great <laughs> no <laughs> So yeah, that's uh, that's Clue. Okay. okay. Oddly enough, Clue was also on on my list. Um, now, oddly enough, I think Cl- Clue and Murder by Death are very similar films. Um, there's you know there's a few sort of differences, um, but I think because to me, Murder by Death was what I saw originally. Clue to me seems like a copy or whatever. A, a copy, yeah. Yeah. Um, uh, but I mean, you you can't go wrong with with Tim Curry, right? Mm-hmm. The, the man's a genius. Absolutely. All right. Um, so. Are we? Uh, yeah, we're on to you. On to me. Okay. Yep. Um, one that I'm surprised hasn't come up yet, but uh, Memento. That's on my list. So okay. just hadn't gotten to it. I've only um, seen it once, so I've never really sunk my teeth into it. So I yeah, didn't I've make my list, but it's, I remember it being riveting, like very. If I, if I've seen it less than five times, I'd be shocked. So, but yeah, no, I've watched it a number of times. It, uh, once again, I think it was the novelty of the way that it was told chronologically out of sequence. And it was mm-hmm. kind of one of the, I'm trying to remember what it was, was Pulp Fiction after Pulp Fiction was before. No, Paul Fiction was 94, and I think Memento was like 2000, 2001. So. Oh, as late as that. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Um, so then it wasn't the, sort of the first time that we had seen a, a, a decent movie, like completely sort of turn a story no. backwards kind of thing. Um, but similar kind of scenario for those of you who haven't seen it. It's, it's kind of told almost in sort of two different ways ways as far as some of the scenes are working backwards and some of the scenes are not really working forward, forward, yeah. But they yeah. are Yeah, it's told out of sequence definitely. Yeah. 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 Um and uh, I just like sort of the concept of him you know, um I don't remember what type what the actual type of amnesia he's got is, but he, he only can hang on to his memories for so long. So he's, yeah. he's leaving himself clues and stuff. And, yeah, and he just can't uh, form new memories. That's so, yeah. 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 So, I mean, not only is it a whodunit from the fact that you don't really know who the bad guy is, you don't even know if he knows what the hell's going on. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, definitely, uh, definitely one worth watching if you haven't seen it. Mm-hmm. 
I'm going to go with another one that I think I've only seen once. And I wish I had rewatched it because I really enjoyed it the first time. And this is entitled uh, Zero Effect. Oh, um, yeah. This is from 1998 with Bill Pullman and Ben Stiller. And Bill Pullman plays like a Sherlock Holmes type character. He's just the world's greatest detective and he can just deduce things and totally solve any kind of crime with just little bit of information. And he's just kind of a recluse and kind of an oddball type detective. Um, it's very funny. Bill Pullman, it's probably one of his best roles. And this is an early role for uh, Ben Stiller kind of plays the Dr. Watson type type character. And yeah, it's a, it's good. I wish I, I wish I remembered more to be able to talk about it more, but I just, I know that when I first watched it, I was like blown away by it. I thought it was just great. So there, and I am done. Okay. Is it my turn again? Yes. It, it is. Uh, so next for me is Mystic River. Um, it's a Sean Penn movie where he's is it his daughter that gets kidnapped and murdered it's his daughter i think yeah and uh just an amazing acting performance um i think it's one of his best actually um yeah if you haven't seen it check it out um Mm -hmm. it's kind of like Eastwood directed yeah clint eastwood directed um, if you've seen what is it, Gone Baby Gone, with um, yeah, it's kind of like gone, Casey gone. Affleck, or yeah, Gone the Gone Baby Gone Gone with Casey Affleck, yeah, but it's kind also of, directed by Ben Affleck, but yeah, it's different than Gone Girl, but yeah, it's Gone Baby Gone. It's kind it's of in the a, same vein. I believe it's based on the same author, Dennis Lehane. I believe he yeah. wrote both of the source materials. So, um, it's just got a like a. The movie's just got a vibe to it. Um, kind of grabs you. Yeah, it's mm-hmm. definitely dark. Um, so, yeah. Okay. I recommend it. Boy. Fantastic. I'm being attacked by dogs. Okay. And Matthew. All right. Um, let's see. We've got... <laughs> Just kind of checking my list here to see what what hasn't already been brought up. Um, you know what? Bad times at the L at, at El Royale. That's on my list. It uh, kind of a Tarantino vibe to it. Is that the mm-hmm. one with uh, Thor? Yes. Yep. Um, I think we saw that, didn't we? Yeah, we did. I liked it much better off upon second viewing because I was expecting something else the first time I saw it. And then once I saw it a second time, I knew what I was in for and I enjoyed it a lot more. Uh, it's funny. This was another one that uh, I don't remember what it was streaming on. Uh, I think it might have been Netflix. Um, and uh, I had no, I hadn't heard of it, didn't know it was coming. Um, so I had no sort of preconceived ideas. Um, other than I watched the trailer and I was like, okay, that, mm-hmm. that looks promising. And, uh, mm-hmm. yeah, I actually quite enjoyed it. You get a open shirt. 
snake-like dance from Chris Hemsworth doing his like a Jim Morrison type dance. Of course, and I mean that's really yeah. what I base all of my movie choices on. That's and true. you get a lot of John Hamm. Yes. Right. Yes, that is true. Yeah. That's true. And and Jeff Bridges can't go wrong. With Jeff Bridges. No. Yes. Actually, I like Jeff Bridges in that. Yeah. Yeah. It's a it's a it's a good good throwback type noir type glossy kind of noir not as flashy um i'm gonna go with one where there is not a murder where there's just a crime and there's investigation and people are trying to figure out what happened and this is just clinic of superb acting and writing and this would be glengarry glenn ross um written by david mamet and this is about you know Guys who sell real estate over the phone. They're selling properties and they are stuck on these terrible leads and nobody can get anywhere with them. And so they, the company gets some new leads in and they go missing. And so they have to try to find out who's got the leads and who's sold them to somebody else, competitors. And Alec Baldwin's in it, Al Pacino, Jack Lemon. Um, Ed Harris, Alan Arkin, Jonathan Price, Kevin Spacey. It's just a who's who of just great actors. And the whole time you're trying to figure out who's responsible. And you got these rundown salesmen um, just trying to get by. And they've been threatened with their jobs if they don't sell, start selling better. And yeah, it's just a really, really good movie. I believe Pacino was known. All male cast? Yeah, I believe it is. Yes. Based on a play by David Mamet, and he wrote the screenplay. Um, I believe Pacino was nominated for supporting actor. But yeah, I know it's a. I believe he's the same was, year as as uh, Center of a Woman, he was nominated. So he won Best Actor and was nominated for Supporting Actor the same year. So I was yeah, referring, referring to a line from Zach and Mary Make a Porno. Ah. Where Justin Long says, yeah, um, it, like. What's his name there? Um, Seth Rogen. I, I've only says, seen it once. Oh, was yeah. it an? Are you? Do you mostly do all male casts or whatever? And he's like, yeah. If, well, he's like, oh, so sort of like Glenn Gary, Glenn Ross, and Justin Long yeah. says, yeah. But if it was called Glenn and Gary, put Ross's hairy nutsack in their mouth. <laughs> That's just reminded me of that scene. Sorry. <laughs> Fucking, I hate you guys. No, that was a, that was a. You took us on a journey, but it was worth it. Oh, it was uh, it was one hundred percent worth it. Yeah, Zach and so, Mary make a porno. Yes. So your next one, Terry. Have you gotten to your tenth one yet? Oh man, my one of my dogs did a really bad <laughs> smell. Um, tummy, uh, tummy, tummy, tummy rumble? bubbles, uh, tummy bubbles. What does Crack Fox say? Uh, <laughs> Tummy shame. <laughs> tummy shame. Tummy shame. That's it. Yes. That's what I'm looking for. One of these fuckers did a really bad tummy shame right now. It's but bad. What, what does he eat? Uh, Toothpaste and shit. Big yes. pieces of shit. Head and, head and shoulders, toothpaste, toothpaste and, and shit. shit. <laughs> Big pieces of shit. <laughs> All right. So, my next one is a movie called The Gift. It's kind of like a whodunit, kind of supernatural horror movie. 
type thing with Keanu Reeves and Kate um, Blanchett and Katie Holmes and some other people. Greg Kinnear. Uh, Greg Kinnear. Basically, somebody's killed um, Keanu Reeves' wife, Katie Holmes, and they go to a psychic to help figure it out, and she has visions. And um, I think it's underrated. It's mm. The acting's really good. Except for maybe Keanu Reeves. That's before mm. he became John Wick. Yeah. So he was, but he did his best to try and play like a redneck type fucking guy. But I've never seen it, but I will admit I have seen part of it. And if there's, you know what I mean, there's, you know, if you know, there's certain the scenes, movie. there's certain scenes that get viewed more than others. Yes. Um, there could there could be clips of them online for certain reasons that people might want to watch those scenes exclusively. Um, I think this is the first time Katie Holmes bears her body to the world. Um, that's maybe one of the reasons why I like this movie. Oh yeah, yeah. there's other reasons. Uh, I think that... Scott, you'd like it. Matthew, oh, I I don't care if you like it. <laughs> No, I mean, I, I think that's fair. I think that's fair. But, uh, yeah, it's kind of like a like a spin on a whodunit or whatever, you know? Mm-hmm. I believe with a script by Billy Bob Thornton. Yep. Because apparently his mum his mom was a medium, so he was inspired by her. God bless that man. Yeah. His life just seems to get weirder and weirder the more you hear about it. That makes you me go want to watch Sling Blade. Mm. You reckon? You reckon you want to watch Sling Blade? <laughs> you gonna have some French fried taters? French fried potatoes, biscuits, and, and mustard. Mm-hmm. All right. Um, am I up? And you are up. It so goes to you. Okay. Well. Um, huh. Because because we've had some overlap in our lists, I actually am going to have to kind of go off the cuff here. Okay. Um, and um, I'm going to go with here, – here's, here's a whodunit. Um, uh, who – who put Terry in the soiled underpants last Thursday as he slept? Um, and here's a spoiler for you all. He soiled them himself. That's that's a good movie. Uh, I, I don't think that was a movie so much as it is basically Thursday nights for Terry Ramsey. No, it's a movie. It certainly, does, it certainly doesn't have goes, a twist ending. Goes, goes to sleep, soils himself, wakes up, tries to figure out how it happened. That's going to be a sequel. Thursday nights for you. There's going to be a and, sequel. And leaves his underpants on and goes to work. Yeah. 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 The sequel Sorry. is going to be called Who Left Their Soiled Underpants in Matthew's Mailbox? Who did it? I did it. Okay. Spoiler okay. alert. I, 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 I thought that was where I thought that was probably who did it. Um, no, oddly enough, um, I, I actually have kind of run out of 
uh, titles here. Um, That's fine. Me and Scott fine. can finish her off. And you can piggyback on ours if you have thoughts, but if unless right, you can right. think of things can, off can, the cuff. Can I can I throw can I throw a uh, um spit it out? Can I throw a TV show in here? Sure. Yeah. Why not? Have Have you guys been watching Only Murderers in the Building? I've seen the first Martin, two. Martin Short, Steve no. Martin, and um, what's her name? Selena Gomez. Gomez. Yeah, Selena Gomez. It's on my to-watch list, but I have yet to partake in the viewing. It's actually I've, pretty I've, good. I've, I've quite enjoyed it, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. But sorry. Okay. That's okay. You don't have That's to be fine. sorry. No, I, I am sorry. Anytime okay. I end up in a, a conversation with Terry Ramsey, I end up being sorry. I, I regret it, and I feel dirty in the morning when i wake up i don't know if you feel the same thing scott but there's something there's something repugnant about the man that uh i just kind of live in it now so it's just kind of my life so i'm okay it's almost like it's almost like spending time with terry ramsey almost leaves uh, like a sticky film on you it's it's unsettling is it kind of like duck butter um, I'm going to have to make a confession and say I'm not entirely sure what you mean by duck butter. And I'm also going to say I probably don't want to know. Yeah, Google it. But without images. All right. I will. Yeah, go, go to Urban Dictionary and type in duck butter. Disturbing. I'm going to pass the torch on to uh, okay. Scott while I uh, okay. Google duck butter. Uh, I'm going to go with uh, Sci-Fi Noir Whodunit And that's Minority Report Um, I think this is one of Tom Cruise's best One of Spielberg's best Based on uh, I believe Philip K. Dick uh, Short story Um, About A future where Crime is predicted And you can be arrested even before (laughs) I think Matt's just found out what duck butter is. I've just I've just Googled duck butter, and for those of you listening, don't. <laughs> um, but yeah, no, it's it's you know it's based in a society where you know crime is predicted, and you can be arrested even though you haven't committed the crime, and so there's a vision that's shown that Tom Cruise is responsible for a death, but he knows he's not. So he's got to try to prove his innocence and figure out that there's a flaw in the system, even though it's about to go, because it's kind of a pilot project that's happening in DC only, and it's about to go national. So he needs to kind of expose what's going on. And uh, yeah, it's a, it's a pretty exciting flick. If I do say so myself. It's not bad. It is not bad. I, I, I must admit, I have uh, I did watch it myself. Mm-hmm. Um, it was a good flick. Um, I don't really know why. it. It's funny. I think in my head, I think of it more of a sci-fi thing, and that's why I didn't mm-hmm. really, my brain didn't go there. But yeah, mm-hmm. sure. Okay, so this is my second last one. Okay. Um, Scream, the original Scream from the 90s. Mm-hmm. Um. I think it kind of re rejuvenated the horror genre mm-hmm. at the time. Slasher and it genre, was, yeah. 
it was, you know, whether you predict it or, or not, um, it's just a good movie. It was a good spin on, you know, kind of made horror movies self-aware and, you know, added a whole new element of, you know, kind of like uh, meta horror, I guess. I don't mm. know. Yeah. If you could. Um, and uh, yeah, the subsequent subsequent sequels haven't been all that great, but the first one's really good. And the Fonz is in it, so fuck you guys. That's true. The, the Fonz. Now, I, once again, I have not seen this one. Scream, yeah. Bastard. Well, you know what? The, I, I think the problem is, is I spent a lot of the 80s. I uh, fell down a large crevasse. And mm. uh, I, I lived in the realm of the mold people, I think, for some and you, did you not have access to movies, or they just didn't allow you to watch movies? Um, well, I was actually um, worshipped as their deity. Um, okay. Uh, Gloth, the bringer of spoons. Um, so you I, had spoons on you when you fell no, into see, the crevasse. That's, no, that's the that that was the problem. I was actually um, worshipped as the forthcoming of Gloth, the bringer of spoons. Okay. Um, but of course, when I they started to realize I had no spoons. Uh, the gig was up, and I, I, I spent several months slowly digging my way back to the surface, and that's probably why I missed Scream and uh, oh. Suspects and that kind of thing. Mm. Um, I thought it was I, because you were afraid of Ghostface. Afraid of Ghostface? Yes, yeah, the murderer would, yep. in Scream. I thought you, or just in general, oh, you're just afraid. He's, okay, got it. No. I was uh, okay. I was uh, being worshipped, so I was a little busy. I, that's understandable. I mean, priorities, right? So I yeah. get it. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. So um, I'm going to go with one then. If unless Matt, you have come up with another one off the top of your head, then well, uh, I, I haven't. But um, how's about this? Uh, we're, we're dealing with lists. Um, bananas from my grocery list. Is that, oh, um, okay. That is it who done it? As in, you don't know which one in the household is going to go out and buy the bananas? Is that where the mystery lies? Sure. Or is uh, it you okay. don't know if there might be tarantula no. eggs? No. You know what it is? It's I don't know if I'm going to get to the supermarket. All they're going to have is the really mean ones. Oh, and I'm right. Going yeah. to slip into one of my blind rages. I fucking love when they're a little green. The, the green bananas when they're terribly yep. dry and suck all the moisture out of your mouth. What is yeah. wrong with you, Ramsey? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I don't. I don't even want. He, I don't even want to talk to him anymore, Scott. I. Hey. Delicious. This, this, this is welcome to my world. This happens. Who the fuck wants a soft, fucking, squishy brown? Piece of shit banana. If you want tasteless bananas, have a plantain, you animal. Now that's going too far. No, I don't think... I, I think it's not going far enough. No, I think you're going too far here. No. No, I'll just eat banana bread and I'll be fine. Yeah. Yeah, the stuff from Coco Brooks, that's the fucking... 
That's the real deal. Now, you know what it is? Make banana bread, put some cocoa in it. That's the way to go. With like an inch thick layer of brown sugar on the top, like a oh, brown sugar yeah. rind. Yeah, that might be a little yeah. sweet. Sorry. Okay. That's I okay. Don't. But it, that, that was a good whodunit, though. I, I, yeah. I appreciate that. Um, my next one is LA Confidential. Um, just again, just a great ensemble throwback old time detective story. Um, there's like three detectives all trying to solve separate incidents and they all end up bleeding into one another and just, just great writing, great performances. Um, Ken Ward nominated and one supporting actress and maybe original or adapted screenplay. Um, just one of my favorite movies. And I watched this probably on a yearly basis and, uh, it's a cracker Jack of a movie. That's what I say. <laughs> it is a good movie. For all I'm those sure reasons I... you just said. Mm-hmm. I'm sure I must have seen it. Yeah. And yet, for the life of me, your description of it, just nothing's... It's, it's Russell Crowe, Guy Pierce, yeah. uh, Kevin, Kevin Spacey, Kim Basinger, Danny DeVito, James Cromwell. Um, I like James Cromwell. Jimi yeah, Hendrix. Jimmy Paul Hendrix Newman. again. Yeah. No, Jimmy Hendrix is not in it, but Peter Sellers. Kermit is. the Frog. Uh, t- um, Tom, Tiny Tim. A loaf of it. banana bread. Stone yes, Cold Steve banana. Austin. Bag of snakes. Uh, Steve Austin, the six million dollar man. Um, yeah, yeah, it's a. Uh, it's, Count it's Dracula. A, Count Count Chocula. Booberry. Yeah, Booberry. <laughs> okay, you guys are starting to make shit up now. Do you, you know what? You started with Jimi Hendrix. I did start with Jimi Hendrix. That's true. Okay, Terry, what is your last feature? My last feature is a movie called Thunderheart. Scott's ah, well aware. Right. Scott is well aware of my love for this movie. Yes. Um, it might be in my top 10 movies of all time. Um,. We all know the scenario. There's some murders going on on the reservation down in the U.S. And Val Kilmer, who's a um, plays like a a native FBI guy, and um, he he quickly learns that um, what he thinks are old hokey religion religions or you know Rituals. traditions of the yeah. the native folks he truly or soon realizes that hey they might be onto something and um i don't i just i have a i love like westerns and shit mm-hmm. like that so and i remember the night i saw this um movie in the theater on opening night when i was in grade 11 or 12 and um, there was like people sitting in the aisle on the stairs because they oversold tickets. And it was just, it was like a madhouse in there. It's so weird. But yeah, um, it's, it's great. It's a great movie. It, it disgusts me to say this, but I've got to agree with Terry Ramsey for once. 
it uh, oddly enough it was on my it was on my list but I took it off because I wasn't sure if it was if it I wasn't sure if you guys would see it as as, as a whodunit but that is a great movie and, uh, another one if you haven't seen it go watch it mm-hmm. okay I have rape. seen it yeah rape what'd you say I said Did Ra- you say rape? Ray Lavoy is Val Kilmer's character. Uh, I thought you said rape, which would just be normal conversation. But Graham Greene is amazing uh, in this yeah. movie. Yeah. Yes. Um, yeah, I think it was maybe the first DVD that I ever got as a gift. Yeah, Bat and Gladiator. Yeah. But, uh, hey! Yeah. All right. Well, and that does 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 Matt. You have any any other whodunits that you wanna uh, you know, surprise us with? No. 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 Yeah. No. Yeah. You're at a loss. Okay. I will go with the Tim Burton Johnny Depp collab of Sleepy Hollow. Oh yeah, um, that was a good one. Now this. It's good again, good, good mystery. Um, you know, everybody's suspect, everybody's a villain, um, everybody's a victim. I mean, and uh, just overly gory, like over the top gore, just gratuitous. Great art direction, just uh, quintessential yeah. Tim Burton. It's beautiful, beautifully shot, yeah. and amazing to look yeah. at. Like, yeah, and. I've heard that Johnny Depp based his performance of Ichabod Crane on his feelings of a prepubescent teenage girl. And he kept that. That was his actor's secret while he was performing it. And he embodied a teenage girl in his performance. And he didn't tell anybody at the studio until afterwards because they thought that that would be a little strange. But that's that was his inspiration behind his kind of timid Ichabod Crane performance. But... Um, but yeah, it's it's a it's a good you know it's got some witch stuff and you know he's got no lines but Christopher Walken is certainly menacing as the actual as the headless monster. horseman with the you know pointed teeth and whatnot but yeah no it's a it's a yeah I saw it theater a couple times but yeah I just really enjoyed it it's a good flick well I think I think that brings the list to a close. Oh. Oh. So. Terrence, let's yeah. go with you. What is your pick of the pod? It's pick we'll of the pod time. It is pick of the pod time. So put in put in that drop. Pick of the pod. This pick is the where pod. the pick of the pod, pod drop will go. Hey everybody. Quiet down please. These two jerks have an opinion. Here is this episode's pick of the pod. Just so yes. In post, pick of the pod. Right. I usually sing it as well. So I basically... I haven't binge-watched anything in a while. Okay. Um, but I just binge-watched Yellowstone. And I gotta say, as ridiculous as some of the things in this show are... Um, Please go away. My dog's like incessantly licking my hand. Get lost. 
sorry. Um, it's basically like Sons of Anarchy, but with cowboys. And um, I like Westerns. Kevin Costner's great. Um, and it's just like over-the-top situations. Um, good violence. Uh, it, yeah, it's a good watch. Like I, I don't think it's everybody's cup of tea, but I sure liked it. It's on okay, Amazon Prime. Have, yes, I have not watched it, but it is certainly one that I have thought about watching because I have heard good things. So it takes a it now, takes about four or five episodes to get into it. And there's like but, three or four spinoffs or whatever that are in the works or have already started that are just just it's become. I like have its no own idea about universe. that. But yeah, huh. yeah, I did not know. But that. there's some that are like. 1883 that are set and different ones and yeah, prequels and spinoffs well, and okay. whatnot. It's, so. it's funny it that you should say that because I just saw an ad for something called 1883 and it looks like a western. So I'm assuming yes. That I believe that's, oh, that's a spinoff. Yeah, I believe it's yeah. Tim McGraw and Faith Hill are in it, and yeah, I believe that's a spinoff. Is that of, the one with Sam Neill? Not Sam Neill. Um, uh, yeah, Sam. Sam Elliott. Elliot. Sam Elliot. Elliot. Yes. yes. Yeah, I believe that he was on the poster. Okay. Yeah, that's that's a that's a spin-off of that. Mm-hmm. So yeah, so Matt, do you have a something I, you've uh, watched lately I, I, that you want to suggest? I'm glad that Terry brought up a, uh, a, a something that he had binged because uh, uh, I was going to bring up something that I had binged. I uh, hadn't binged it because I watched it as it was coming out, but it could be mm-hmm. binged now, I believe, because they're all out. That is uh, from uh, Apple TV, I believe. Severance. Yeah, that show's fucked up, man. It's it, uh, you know, I, I I've said a couple times I enjoy when you have no idea what's coming next, mm-hmm. and uh, I mean, did any of us see an egg social coming? No. And if you've, yeah. if no. you've seen, no, because I haven't seen, seen it. Oh, oh, well, you haven't seen it. <laughs> I, I can't believe you haven't seen it. I, I mean, I do. And I, I mean, I have Apple TV, but I don't have it on every TV. And so it's not necessarily convenient for me to be able to watch all the time. And so I don't I don't get to it as much. So, dude, um, it is totally worth watching. Yeah, no, I, is, I know. I, I, there the is concept is uns- very intriguing. Yeah, there is just something unsettling with the sort of the deadpan nature of I can't think of the character's name. Adam um, Scott's guy. Yeah. Um, or John Turturro or um, Christopher they're, Walken. There's no, not their their supervisor. I don't know who. Oh. The guy who presents the egg social. Um, that'll make sense to you one day, Scott. I'm not giving anything okay. horrible away. Um, okay. There is something about. He delivers his lines completely calm and doesn't yell or anything. There is an, an intimidating vibe or there's, there's something just crazy that comes off of how he delivers his lines. It, uh, hi, uh, highly recommend that. Yeah, no, I've been, uh, that's been something I've been 
meaning to check out. Okay. I, I won't go into it in, 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 in too much detail because it is something that I think, Scott, you will thoroughly enjoy. Um, yeah, I think so. It, uh, but I must admit, I, I watched it. Same scenario where it starts off kind of slow and you're kind of doing it. You, I wonder where this is going to head. And then the last sort of couple episodes is just like, what the hell? What is going on here? Nice. Yeah, I saw. I think I've watched three episodes, and yeah, I was like, "Fuck, this is different." And so it's you, like, you haven't seen the whole thing yet either. No, but uh, like I know, I know exactly what you're talking about. Like, yeah. it just gets weirder it's just and weirder. it's just so, and it's so melancholy. Like the whole feel yes. to the show, but you yep. get this vibe of like impending doom, or like yes, yes, that's it, impending doom. You, you know what I mean? Yes. There's a weird, like, almost suffocating feeling to it. I found some of the scenes were like, wow, like, um, like the the female lead, um, yep. when they first kind of introduce her into like the program and stuff, and she's kind of wigging out at certain points, and it's like, yeah, this is different, you know. Yeah, there there were literally. Like it's almost like there's an intensity to watching it. There's, there's. It's not like there's any sort of like jump scares or anything. No, but it's but just literally, like it all kind of works into like this kind of feeling you get, right? Like, yes. Yeah. Like even, even, even the theme song now I find creepy. Like there's, there's, there's this, there's this weird sort of deja vu-y sort of like it's just something. There's just something about it, Scott. You gotta watch it. And yeah. Like, I, I would find that I'd be watching it, and like you, you would just be getting tense watching these scenes. But I don't really know why. Yeah, there's really no reason for it, but it's just like this vibe and atmosphere that's yeah. kind of like. But then you think about it, it's like that's kind of like what going to work is. You know what I mean? It's like you're a different person at work, you know, like it's, yeah, it's fucking, it's good. Like it's different. And Adam Scott playing a role where he's not funny. You know Mm -hmm. what I mean? Like it's, it's funny because I actually, it took me a while to, I didn't, because like you said, because he's not playing that funny role, I actually didn't equate him with Parks and Rec. Right. Yeah. No, you forget about that in a hurry. Yeah. It. Uh, yeah. There's just. I don't know. I can't wait for the second season. Yeah. That, nice. Actually, I'm gonna watch some tonight. I think. Yeah. I'll certainly probably prioritize it and put it a higher up on my must-watch list. But yeah, no. It's a, maybe after I finish binging Barry with Tina, maybe I'll start watching that. I haven't watched the new season. It's pretty good. I've actually not watched any Barry. What's Barry streaming on? Uh, HBO. It's on HBO, but you have to have Crave and HBO in order to be able to watch it. Yeah. Okay. And I I have. It's really good. Yeah. It's something else with the Fonz. If you're a Fonz completionist, Fonz is all over it. Yeah. Okay. So, I will. I'm going to stray from the pack and 
recommend a movie, not a TV series. This is one I watched uh, fairly recently. From it's out came out this year. It's entitled The Outfit. Um, it has Mark Rylance, Academy Award winner Mark Rylance, in the lead. He plays well. People call him a tailor, but he's actually a cutter. He designs suits and puts them together. And it takes place in uh, Gangland, Chicago, after World War II. And his business is kind of a front and has a drop box for mobsters to, to put money and stuff. And then the, the guys come by and collect the money. And he kind of starts um, a rumor within the within the mobs in order to try to get them away from his business. And he starts playing everybody against each other. And it's kind of like a cat and mouse. It pretty much all takes place in this one business. It's like one set and uh, it's, it's quite good. There's some yeah, good twists and um, yeah, it's just highly, highly enjoyable. But yeah, the outfit with yeah, Mark Rylance and Zoe Deutsch, daughter of Leah Thompson is the other lead. But yeah, it's a oh. pretty good movie. I have put Deutsche that one down to give it a watch. Mm-hmm. Cool. Okay. Yes. Cool, man. Cool. So, I think that's that's it for me. So, Terry, do you, have you figured out what your what your th- our theme will be for the next one? I do. I have written down some future themes. Okay. And I think I have one on that list that Matthew could probably join us for. Okay. At some point, but uh, next episode. I'm going to throw a little twist on it. I would like you to actually rank these from like, yes. Um, Movies that you would love to see in the theater that you haven't inspired by us going to see Robocop the other day. Okay. So like so ones that you could see in the theater or ones you wish you had seen in the theater or basically it's the same thing. If you could if you could basically pick 10 movies or whatever and put them in the theater for mm-hmm. you know whatever um, mm-hmm. and go watch them that's what I'm looking for. So like say you never saw Star Wars in the theater but you'd would have loved to so basically, it's like a like a wish list of you know cinematic experiences. I that I it's funny you said that because I just wrote down the theme for me for the next episode and I put theatrical wish list is actually what I entitled the episode. So really, there you go. Yes. So I I stole your list idea. No, I just wrote it down. Like when you said what it was, I just I write down what the oh, next okay. theme is going to be on my book, so I know. And yeah, I wrote down theatrical wish list. So there we go. Does that make Does okay. that make sense? It does. I'm going to wish I saw Deep Throat on the big screen. <laughs> I you know I was I was curious to see how long it would take before. That sort of comment was made. <laughs> and as I was saying, I'm like, okay, would I rather see Deep Throat or Debbie Does Dallas? But no, I'll do. I think Deep Throat is higher up in the zeitgeist for for those type of movies. 
but I have not seen it. So yeah, that's why I would want to see it in the theater. Because if I am going to watch that movie, it would be want to be in a crowd. Well, of course, of course. Yeah. You, you which and, uh, which movie? Deep Throat. Oh, right, right. Yeah, yeah. And it's that's about the guy who leaked the information about Nixon. That's what I'm talking to spoke to. You know. Yeah, yeah. Watergate. Wood, yeah, Wood, Woodward and Bernstein. That's that's what I'm referring to, right? So. No, I, that's what I assumed you were. Yeah. Yes. Mm-hmm. Was his name Mark Fry? I think that was his. Ended up being his real name. FBI agent. I think that's what it was. So there. Right so on. yeah. Oh, all right. I look forward to that. So um, that will happen post haste. You know, maybe. Sometimes I, I like to put thought into my list. So uh, I guess I I'll take this opportunity to thank our guests for joining us on this lengthy episode of how did this get how this get made i just named he's obsessed with that podcast, podcast. i've been listening to on this obsessed. episode of uh flick smacks no and absolutely uh i, I certainly always appreciate totally the invite frozen. guys and uh um, it's always a pleasure to uh, chat with yourself scott uh terry you not so much all right till next time toodles